let's address the underlying anxiety, okay? When you have a child that's off the dark that embraced a different life, if you show acceptance, is that going to make them get worse? If now I show, I accept, not I'm okay, I accept it, right? I'm, I'm going, we're treating it like it's normal, we're normalizing it, right? So the question is, so then she's going to say, oh, that I see my parents are accepting it. Will she get worse? Or if we say to her, we do not accept this, then she'll say, oh, my gosh, my parents don't accept it. So therefore, I'm, I'm, I'm going to drop him. Or somewhere in the middle. This is the question of the century. This is the question of the century. We're giving chemo, which is poison. So you're killing the person. Is that good or is it bad? Is it going to make the person healthier? Does it make the person? If you don't know the basis, and that's why you have to train more than once. You have to come in for a second training. If you don't understand the basics of what we're doing, then you're always going to feel yucky. I'm making my kid worse. Like all those parents out there who tell their kids, I don't approve of this. You will not do this in my house. You cannot do this. They're doing so well because their kids know clearly from their parents. The kids, so the therapists and people say, they need to know. And one day they'll wake up to the MS. If you believe that, then go down that road. That's not my experience. My experience is that the kids reject that. The kids go ahead and they say, you don't understand me. And now I don't have parents. So then they sleep around more and they sneak out of the house more because they don't feel comfortable because they're judged in their own house. They feel like everybody, because you decided to, 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 to believe this fake thing that happened. So now instead of me having parents who like me, I'm a good person. Instead, I got to tiptoe around. Those kids end up getting in much deeper trouble, have much more. And our statistics are, are, are much better compared to where those kids go. Also, the question that you're having is based on the advice of the Torah leaders, because they asked the Chazonish, who was very smart, and everybody listens to the Chazonish. What should the relationship be between parents and children who go off the derech? Now, your thinking would be, you make sure to tell the child, I want you to know you're making a big mistake. We do not approve of this behavior. For your sake, you're going to die one day. And instead of being in Gan Eden for eternity, you're going to suffer and be in Gehenna. And it's not a great afterlife, but it's also not a, a life. We do not approve. And our job is to tell you every single day, we do not approve of you. And we're not going to support you. And we're not going to be go along with this. And that's what we, then the kid will know. But that's not what the Chazanish said. Chazanish said seven words. Don't reject. Only pull him with love. Now, hang on, Chazanish. If I don't reject, how will he know? He has the same thing to the Baal Shem Tov. Kids are atheists. And they're doing eating on Yom Kippur, doing all the Averis. What should, our, what should we do? Baal Shem Tov could have said everything. Don't bring it into your house. Don't show that you're okay with it. Don't show that you accept it. Don't give money. Stop giving love. Baal said, More love. They asked the Divriyayu. The Satmarebbe. More love. They asked, uh, I have a list of four or five thousand stories. Rebeliashev. Rugesh Nedelstein. Rebchaim Kanievsky. Whoever you go to. Whoever you went to. They all said, more love. What do you mean, love? That means the kid's going to think, oh, 
my parents now, even though they're all from and they believe what they believe, and I was brought up that way and I know how they believe, they're okay with me now. Now I can get worse. So it's a fundamental understanding, machlaikas of understanding a Yiddish child, a Jewish child, maybe even Gaisha children. I don't think that they're right on the Gaim either. But let's talk about our kids that are that were raised by us. They know good and well what was right, what is right, what will be right, and what is not right. They know good and well by mommy and daddy how you live your life, what's important to you. And they can't plug into this life now. So if you don't accept them with tmicha, support them, they feel rejected. They feel abandoned. And that creates a tremendous resentment. Because you guys subscribe to this crazy cult, now instead of me having loving parents, I don't have loving parents. And what did I do to deserve to not have loving parents? These are our most sensitive kids. They didn't hurt anybody. They were hurt by others, especially we know that they were hurt by others. And that's what causes them to not be able to. It's like everybody in the family goes to the gym and somebody goes ahead and takes a baseball bat and breaks her legs. And now she's in a wheelchair. And now we tell her, well, we're not going to show her that that's okay, because then why should she ever go to the gym? So we have to show her we don't support you. So because of your crazy, you're into athleticism and I can't go because somebody broke my knee. Now you're holding that against me. You're turning on me. You're taking away my parents. I can never re-embrace that. This is the fundamental underneath why it's hard for you. If you don't feel, if you feel that pressing the brake is going to stop the car and I tell you to hit the gas, you're always going to be worried. If you come to terms that on this car, hitting the brake causes skidding and spinning and Pressing the gas, as uncomfortable as it is, is going to get the car to stop and turn around and go in the right way. You wouldn't have this anxiety. I'm not addressing your actions. I'm addressing the deep anxiety that I could feel that you have because you're normal. You're normal. You know what a red light is. You know what a car is. And you want to hit the brake. And you feel that if I don't hit the brake, I'm giving the impression to my child that what you're doing is right. How should she know what's wrong? And that's a terrible message to give. And there's, I can give you 99 out of 100 people out there that are going to agree with you. That's not my experience. My experience is that they know inside what's right and what's wrong. And right now, they cannot subscribe. And if you were doing long-term Kirov, if you ever want her to resubscribe, you can't hurt her in the name of Tyra. And by not supporting her now, she will feel hurt in the name of Tyra. Now, husband, you're going like, because maybe you're a little bit ahead, but your wife, I believe, is very much needing to hear these words and to internalize it. And that'll help your anxiety to be able to get more into doing what I feel she needs you to do. So not just doing it, but being calm. Like, what, what's my job here with this kid? And that's what I'm addressing. I'm addressing. You're saying we're not doing what you're saying. I, I'm not worried about what you're doing. I'm worried about you didn't that you're not enjoying the process. Maybe enjoying is a bit much, but you're not embracing the process that on this child support is going to bring her back and not rejection. 
and that your question of how does this work is a question on the Chazanish and on the Baal Shem Tov and on, on, on everything. But they knew this is medicine. How is poisoning somebody with cancer going to make them healthy? You have, to, you have to learn how to do it. But you have to become comfortable with this. And then it becomes almost fun. Becomes relaxed. We know what our job is. We're doing care of. And the truth is, it's much easier on other people's children. Because if you have a neighbor and they have a daughter, and they're not religious, let's say, and the daughter has a boyfriend, and you would say, guys, come for the Seder. You wouldn't even think, right? Much easier. But because you're in pain, I put I paid so much um, for her chenach. I spent, you know, half a million dollars in education. And, and she's, all the pain of parents, that makes it foggy. It doesn't change reality. Reality is that being her, supporting her, in her bad, as long as the rabbi lets, is what's going to make her feel I have parents. And the proof is she nebuch, nebuch, nebuch went for a tattoo. But she went with her mommy. That doesn't cause more tattoos. That causes less tattoos. And if this was my first day, I would have to prove it. But I've already proven it. And you already know that it's true. That the more things that we accept, like we hear here all the time, the less Stuff happens. No, but she needs to know a tattoo is against the tyrant. She knows. But she has to know that we don't hold of tattoos. She'll look at you. Does she see any tattoos? No. She needs to know that even though you're not subscribing to the lifestyle that we would have wanted for you, that is not in the way of our relationship. We will hold your hand and we will be there with you. And Hashem will help with Siata Deshmai of doing the right thing that she will have less pain not go through the terrible tragedy of boys and especially girls who don't feel accepted at home. They become victims of horrific traumas and rejection that scars them for life. She's not getting rejected in the name of Tyra. She's not getting rejected in the name of your religion. You're, you're putting your religion on the side. It's not on her. She, she clicked unsubscribe. But you're her parents. And you're being parents. And that is a beautiful Torah. That is a beautiful religion. The religion that says that if your child doesn't subscribe, you have to make them feel bad or not support them in any way, is jihad. It's not Torah. I haven't seen it anywhere. It's totally coming from the Goyim. It's coming from the Arabs. Kill the infidels. You're the infidel. I got to kill you. But it's even worse. I'm not killing you. I'm going to kill your relationship with your parents. We are not going to support you. In the name of God, just show me where it says that. Show me where, because I have 5,000 by now stories of G'daylin that say, support your child. The Divrayal said, the Satmareba, and I'm picking him on purpose, because everybody knows he was a big Kanoi, very extreme. He said, told the father, you know what, you know when I say love your child more because he's not religious and he's dating a Shiksa? Let me tell you what I mean. When you give each of your child Hanukkah gelt, or Purim money, or Pesach money, money, whatever support you give each child, you give this child double. What do you mean? You're rewarding him for, for dating an Italian shiksa? You're rewarding him for Chil Shabbos? No, you're proving and reproving that our love for you, we're supporting you, but he's going to use the money for McDonald's. Not your business. This is medicine. But why should he ever become better? That's the fundamental question. And the answer is because it's medicine. We've seen the other way failed. We've lost thousands, maybe tens of thousands of generations of kids 
and their children, and we created enemies in Klal Yisrael because people didn't understand this fundamental truth. And when people start rejecting at earlier stages, it creates this cancer, grows and grows and grows and grows and festers and festers until we end up at, at, at much worse situations. I hope that you can internalize this because I'm asking you to go to England and drive comfortably. And you're saying, how can I drive comfortably? Everybody's going the wrong way. It's hard. Yeah, everything's different here. With a regular kid, you might want to say, listen, honey, I don't think this is a good idea. And over here, you're saying, hey, great, which tattoo do you want? Under doctor's orders together with your rub. If it would be against the Torah, we would not do it. But we are showing her out of the thousands and thousands of Yiddish Kindalach who are getting tattoos, she has a mommy and a daddy holding her hand and saying, we are here with you as if the Nazis are putting a tattoo on her. Because really that's what it is. Our kids are getting tattooed because of pain, because of being disconnected, which is because of pain. Except this Nazi doesn't do it against your will. It convinces you to do it. That's our tattoos of our kids. Convinces our kids from their pain that they have to get tattoos. She has her mommy and her tati, very from, who would never get a tattoo, saying, we're with you and we're holding your hand and this is not going to separate us. And we're, we're accomplishing nafshik shur benafshik, which is the only medicine which is according to the Torah. All the other people are nervous to say it. I'm not nervous to say it. I've seen it work. And they, they, a lot of even rabbis, ah, I'm past that. If your Rav says that it's mutter, then you mechuyiv to do it, and you did it, and you should be proud of yourself. But I want you to be comfortable to understand that anything that she's going to perceive as rejection, not support, not acceptance, is going to push her away, more sin. Anything that she accepts as, sure, come in, come closer. Your friend is my friend. You have great tastes. And you tell him, you're so lucky that she's your friend. Rav Palm said that. Rav Gershon Edelstein said that. Rav Big Gedalim that said that. It's not me. But I've seen it work. Hashem will help that you do it, and you do it calmly. Yes, we have a sick, disconnected child, but we have faith in the derech that we're doing. So you can have some calm that we're doing the right thing. Otherwise, every time it's going to feel so awkward and uncomfortable for you. And I, I, I feel bad for you to go through with it. Okay, so I recorded it. I'm going to take you guys out of it so it doesn't give away your identity. And I'm going to send out the recording. I want you to watch it every single day.